You're listening to the Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Better Man Podcast. Adam Tarno here with Chris Harper. Uh, so Chris, um, so what I do professionally, leadership development, I'm in rooms with leaders uh, every week, just talking about leadership, mostly in the workplace. I work with a few, or in the marketplace, I mean, uh, I work with a few nonprofits, but mostly it's people out there in the marketplace, a lot of mid-level managers, some uh, obviously quite a few senior leaders as well. But okay. a couple of things, I've been doing this full-time for about three years. And one of the things that's coming to my mind is just this idea that like leadership is not a joke, man. It is a, it is a contact sport in many ways. And it requires all of your being. It requires yeah. a sharp mind. It requires a sharp heart. And I think it requires a healthy body you know, to be able to do it, to show up every day, to work hard, to concentrate. And so this morning I was just doing some journaling and I was just like, just kind of journaling out some of these thoughts that leadership is this contact sport. It's a performance. Leaders are athletes was what I wrote down. And then it just led me to this idea that like leaders live, like elite leaders live like elite athletes. And, and I, I think there's something to this, that if we see some people out there that are incredibly effective at being influential, at being God's man, uh, they have a lot of things that are in line with what we hear about with an elite athlete. One of my favorite parts about the Olympics, right, is, is all of those little documentaries they do mm. about the life that these athletes live to get Crazy. where they are. Oh, and yeah. they are taking care of their mind, their body. Um, and their emotions, right? Their heart, as we would call it, or our, our spirit, as we would call it, um, uh, for those of us that are following Jesus. And so they take care of all of those because they understand they have to perform. And so like, what if, what if as men, like, do we think about manhood as, as like a manhood is an elite athlete, right? You got to be an elite athlete to be, uh, to be a man. And Come so on. I was like texting you this morning going, let's just, let's hit record and talk about that. Cause that, I think that could be interesting. We may be totally off or we may be onto something here, but, um, what, what, what are your thoughts on all that? Absolutely, man. It's, it's, you know, I think about elite, elite athletes, you know, I've, I've known a few, right. I think about their discipline, their regiment, mm-hmm. like the diligence at which they, at which they prepare, and and perform and if you want to be of substance of of anything whether it's a football coach or or god's man like you've got to have some of those traits you've got to have some of those those characteristics those rules that you live by yeah that's right that's right and so i mean again if we were i I love that word because it's the right word it's discipline and that's obviously a Mm -hmm. biblical word as well and a biblical concept and paul you know talking about the discipline that he would put his body through Mm -hmm. And, you know, saying that, that physical training is of some value, yeah. uh, maybe not as much as some of the character training that we go through. Cause a lot of the disciplines we talk about in the church are about forming our character, which are right and are good. Um, but let's not forget, Paul said that some of that physical training still has value. It still has value. And so taking care of all of it. And I mean, the older I get, the more I start to realize that my life is not split up into three nice little buckets of my heart, my mind, and my body. Uh, it's just, it's a massive plate of spaghetti where it's just all connected. When I'm not sleeping well, I'm not thinking well. When I'm not moving a lot, then my emotions are a little bit more volatile. If I'm not, um, if I'm not watching some of the things that I'm consuming, then that will have a a real impact on my attitude Mm. and the way I treat other people. And so I think, I think there are some connections here. Bro, it, and and that's so good, and and 
I just want to talk about Christian men for a second, right? Yeah. So let's yeah. let's remove um, um, non-believers. But I think, and I, I I don't want to overstate this, but but I think Christian men typically they major in one of those two areas, right? So so when I think about the the discipline and diligence it takes to become a man, right? As you already said, Paul said there's there's some value in the physicality of it. Mm-hmm. Like like we need to be in shape. We need to take care of our bodies. It's our temple. Right. And then the other thing Paul said is uh, when I became a man, I put away childish thinking. That's good. And I thought like a man. So so I think there's I think there's two components, you know, overarching components to manhood. There's there's the mentality and then there's the physicality. Right. Mm-hmm. So so this is what you'll see sometimes. And and I saw this a lot in seminary. And if we've got some seminary guys listening, I apologize for painting with a broad brush, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, like they were super smart. But they were winded when they went up the stairs. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, <laughs> like, no, I know exactly what like, you're saying. Like, 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 and that's not okay. Mm. Like, it's it, it it's not okay for you to be like a hermeneutical wizard. But but you have to take a break, like when you get to the top of the stairs. Yeah, uh, because that's not that's not going to prove well for your ministry. It's not going to prove well for influence over people. And 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 then I see the opposite. Like I see these Christian guys that are like in the gym and they got Philippians four, like tattooed on their rib cage, man. And they're just, they're just getting it in. Yeah, bro. They don't even know Philippians is a book in the Bible. That's right. <laughs> like, like that's a band like, I saw this past weekend called so Philippians true. four. Yeah. That's right. Like, like that's I could good. go up to them and say, Hey, who wrote that verse? And they're like, like Philip did. And I'm yeah. like, no, bro. <laughs> no, no. Philippians doesn't mean Philip. <laughs> no. That's so, so good. So, and you get like, like you get these two extremes. You, you, you get the, you get the out of shape guy that's that's unkept and he's not taking care of himself, and he knows the scriptures. Or you get this guy who that's all he focuses on, mm-hmm. but man, he doesn't know his way around the Bible. He knows his way around the gym. Yeah, he doesn't know his way around the Bible. That's a problem. It is. It's interesting. And if we just go look at some of the most influential men in our culture today, now let's just throw some names out there. I mean, who comes to mind? So I think of Jocko. I think yeah. of Jordan Peterson. I think yeah. of David Goggins. Yeah. I think of uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Andrew and Tate. Andrew yeah. Tate. Um, yeah. You've got the uh, the Paul. Uh, who are the Paul? Bro- are they. Oh gosh, Jake I can Paul. See Jake and Jake Logan Paul. Paul. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the MMA guys. Yeah, that carry a tremendous amount of influence, and so you know a lot of what those guys have in common is they they talk about this holistic side of the yeah. uh, of of life that it's it's strong mind strong body yeah uh, strong heart and uh and there's something that it, they're clearly tapping into a felt need with men in general around the country because they have a lot of followers right now absolutely and it's nothing new so it's what it is 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 kind of stoicism repackaged. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so they're like these modern stoics, but but what they're tapping into is like innate to being a man. Mm-hmm. And and the stoics, the Greek philosophers didn't put it there, like God put it there. Amen. Yes. Yeah. That's how God created us and 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 wired us. Like when he set Adam in that garden and said cultivate it and keep it and and work it, you know. Um men men in biblical times like when the sun come up you were working and when the sun went down, like you stopped working. That's right. Um, and you had to be physically fit. Like there was no other option. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. to not be was to be a sluggard, was to be lazy, right? Yep. And 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 I think we let we let sluggardness and we let laziness 
creep in both physically and mentally. Like, like yeah. I don't want us to divorce those two. I know a lot of, I know a lot of Christians who on the outside, they don't look like sluggards, but bro, like they are spiritual sluggards. They are mentally weak and mentally lazy. That's right. Yeah. So as I was even just like this morning going, okay, so how do we take care of our mind? How do we take care of our body? How do we take care of our heart, our soul, our spirit there? Um, I mean, listen, the list, I'm not going to, I'm not going to write a book on this list because it wouldn't make any money and it's all already been talked about, but are, are we getting sleep? Uh, are we learning right. things? Are we diving into God's word? Are we reading books? Are we uh, listening to podcasts? Are we listening to book, whatever? It's just, are we taking care of our mind? Those are things that keep our mind sharp so that we can think. Go see also those episodes we just recorded recently where we talked about you were created to be creative at yeah. work. A lot of us are knowledge workers. And so the muscle you need when you're at work is a sharp mind. Are you taking care of that, right? Are there some things that you're doing there to keep that sharp mind? And if you don't think that like reading God's word or memorizing God's word or studying God's word is not gonna help Come you on. Monday through Friday, I'm telling you, it kind of doesn't even matter what you're studying. It's the act of learning something new and getting new ideas that will keep your mind sharp so that you can Absolutely. show up and be God's man that's there. I mean, obviously taking care of your body, you're doing, you're doing, uh, you know, anything you can, anything that's movement related. I don't want to prescribe that you got to do hard 70 or 75 hard, or you got to be a CrossFit junkie or whatever it is. Uh, I'm, maybe the only thing I know now as a 48 year old is I understand why Metamucil has been on the market so long, <laughs> right? Maybe that that's a, as close to as a prescription as I'm going to get <laughs> to take care of your body. But, uh, you know, and taking care of your heart, it's like, um, go talk to someone, man. If you need to, if you need to go visit with, with a, a Christian counselor, go talk to somebody. You need to talk to a coach or talk to uh, your friends about what's going on. Forgive people. Like you want to, uh, you want to take care of your heart, start forgiving your dad for on. what he did or did not do. I'm telling you, come you on. think you're letting him go. No, you are helping your heart be healthy so yeah. that you can show up and be where you need to be. Go spend some time outside, spend time with people you love that you laugh. Right. I, I uh, feel, well, I feel almost uh, bad when I'm done recording podcasts with you, Chris, because uh, half the time we're just laughing, making each other laugh. And it's like, it's so energizing and it's like, oh my gosh, and we kind of get paid for this too. That's amazing. You know, but, it's phenomenal. but it's a, it's an energizing, it helps my heart because we're talking about really serious things yeah. and we're laughing and having fun and making fun of how you worked at Wendy's one of pager and stuff Come like on. that. So, I mean, there's, baller. there's an endless list of things. A baller. That we, you, <laughs> you thought you were. <laughs> so there's just an endless, there's endless things we can do. Uh, that will help us. That's to me, what I just described there, uh, it may look different than Michael Phelps regimen when he was training, right. right? I didn't say you need to consume 9,000 calories a day. I didn't mean say that you can't miss a day in the pool. Uh, I didn't say that you have to get 12 hours of sleep a night. It's just that same diligence though of going, all right, I'm, I am a man, I'm an athlete <clears throat> in yeah. some ways, right? And I want to yeah. be elite. So let me be diligent to take care of my mind, my body, my body and my heart. And there's yeah. plenty of things to do. And, and, and what you alluded to at the top of the show, sometimes we want to, we want to disconnect those things. Like mm. we, we act like our, our body works independently of our spirit and our spirit works independently of our body, right. yeah. which, which by the way, isn't anything new. It's called That's dualism. Right. It's, yep. it's just been repackaged today, but, but no, the way we were created like body, spirit, mind, those are all integrated. Yep. 
all those things benefit the other. And, and when one is out of sync, the others will be out of sync. They won't That's fire right. and function at the level that they should be. Um, so you really knew, do need like a healthy routine, man. Are you watching out for your body? Yeah. Are you watching out for your spirit? Are you yeah. watching out for your mind? Like, are you doing habitual things that, that help bring those back into sync and put those in the rhythm? It's huge. Yeah. 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 And some semblance of this, it's like, it, it, it's calling us to something greater just to go. You're not just anything. You're not just a deadbeat dad. Who's got three right. kids and a mortgage or whatever it is. You're not just a middle manager at some organization. You're not just a guy who does this or, do, or does that. No. And in, in some ways, like you are God's man, uh, in your time and place, your family and your neighborhood mm-hmm. in your city, um, man, be elite. Let's go. Let's let's be elite with all this because this calling is great on our life and it brings a tremendous amount of meaning to all the mundane when we start to think that way. Absolutely. And and if you're listening to this today and you're like, okay, I want that, like I want to be elite. I want to remind you that um, when people set out to run a marathon, they're not focused on mile 26. Mm -mm. They're focused on the first mile. That's right. Right. So, So the Bible says, blessed are the steps of a righteous man. Hmm. Not that's, not that's good. That's not, good. Not, not blessed are the leaps and bounds of the righteous. That's right. Right. That's right. And, and so many men like like they want to start and just like start leaping and start bounding. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Blessed are the steps mm. of the righteous man. It's just one step in front of the other. And and I, I have guys come to me all the time and they're like, um, I'm going to read the Bible in a year. And I'm like, man, man, that's great. Like, like, mm-hmm. do you read the Bible at all now? No, no. But I'm super convicted. It's January. It's New Year. I'm reading it in a year, which is why Genesis 1 through 12 are the most read chapters in the history of the world. <laughs> yes. They get to Genesis 12. They are like, worn out. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what this means. I'm out. <laughs> Blood covenants. What are we talking uh, about? It's good. And, and, bro, you don't eat the elephant in one sitting. Like, like yeah. you eat it one bite at a time. Like, start, start reading two minutes a day. That's right. right? The, the, the key is small steps. Small but it's steps. consistency. It's yeah. consistency, right? Uh, start doing 10 push-ups a day. And then after a month, do 15. And then before yep. you know it, you're doing 150 push-ups a day. Like in a yep. couple of months, you'll be doing that, right? Yep. So yep. so small steps, stay consistent, and then and then reap the reward. That's right. That's right. I love that. That is it. And again, that's probably why James Clear's book, Atomic Habits has sold over 10 million copies because he, that's that's his message is start small. Uh, be it. the person who shows up at the gym. Don't don't now, you know, set this big goal that you're going to be the person who goes to the gym every day and works out an hour. It's like, no, just show up first. Let's, show let's up. just do that. Be that person. And so, uh, so yeah, I mean, this is, there, there is something here that I found very motivating as we think about uh, what we're trying to do at Better Man and calling men to something more and understanding that that there's a tremendous amount of dignity to mm. our to our job, and as men, we are leaders. Uh, leaders is a contact sport. Uh, we've got to be ready, right? We've got to be ready. You talked about a documentary you just watched recently, and the the, uh, the Kelsey brothers, right? And oh, yeah. uh, how yeah. you know they they didn't get to where they are by just waking up one day going, "I'm just going to be a pro athlete," you know, and That's then right. I'm going to do it in a year. I mean, there was there's a yeah. lot of stuff that they did behind the scenes that we didn't see to try to be at that level. Oh yeah. And there was so much, there was so much that happened to them where they could have just quit. Mm. Right. And, and, and that's the other thing about, about an elite athlete or an elite leader. Like if you think these, these guys just go through life and it's all green lights, like you're fooling yourself. Ah, that's good. Yeah. 
like you hit a wall all the time. Like every there, time. there are some weeks I'm hitting a wall every day. Yeah. And, and, and I have one or two options, right? I can either get up and push through, right? Or I can just, or I can just quit. And I love, um, so I'm a big Jason Kelsey fan because I'm a, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. Okay. I've been one since the second grade. Randall Cunningham, favorite player. Can't stand the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm sitting in the middle of Dallas. You are, yeah. Uh, um, Lord help me. But And love, honestly, can we just say this too? The Eagles was the best and easiest helmet to draw. As a, as a third grader. So Absolutely. there's a lot of Eagles fans out there just because it was easy to draw it. <laughs> and who doesn't love the color green? That's right. <laughs> it's, it's the best. So I'm watching this documentary. And and if if you go and watch it, I'll just give you warning. There's some language. Um, I, don't, I don't think Jason and, and Travis are believers. But right. man, there's so much good in it. Right. And and I'm watching his ankle injury. Hmm. And and at that point, he's got he's got one of two options. Right. He can just he can go ahead and retire, which he was planning on doing. Or um, he can he can push through and 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 for the sake of his team he can he can train and he can mm-hmm. get the the help he needs and and he shows every day he's sitting there and he's getting that ankle treatment right and goes on to play play for a Super Bowl yeah um, because he stuck with it and and yep. and I wonder how many men how many men out there are going to miss their Super Bowl opportunity because they just give up when it gets when it gets a little difficult. Golly, that is so good, Chris. I mean, there's yeah. listen, I hope we hear that because as men, even even the risk of this podcast is you and I talking about a lot of ideas and outcomes, mm-hmm. right? And people maybe thinking, "Oh, well they've got it all figured out or there's some their manhood seems to maybe come easy to them." Let me tell you what, the 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 uh a true test of manhood or or display of manhood is not being able to talk about ideas and outcomes. It is what are you going to do in the face of that adversity? Yeah, uh, that that is where we're going to one of the true tests is what are we going to do? Because that's what men do. You don't quit. You don't quit. No. You just go, all right, next. Right. Let's learn through this. Let's keep moving uh, through this. So maybe you are inspired by some of this going, mm-hmm. OK, I want to try to take care of my mind, body and my spirit. And then tomorrow you wake up and you don't feel well or uh, you plan to do something after work and then something happened and you couldn't do it. And you're just like, see, there's just an obstacle. No, that that's exactly like expect it. Like That is going 100%. to be there. And that's what elites do. They they push through that and just yeah. go. All right, we're going to work around that. Yeah, and they don't make excuses. Hmm. Like 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 that's the thing. And and some of you younger men need to hear that. Like they're. And again, I'm going to paint with a broad brush. So yeah. so forgive me, but um, there's a lot of entitlement I see amongst younger men today. Hmm. Like the world owes them something. I see a lot of young guys walking around here. Uh, they act like they hit a triple when, in all reality, they woke up on third base. That's right. Like, yeah. like, like, don't be that guy. Like, don't make excuses for yourself. One of the, one of the mantras, like if you come to work at better man, um, the whole team knows this. We have, we have, um, we have a few core principles. One of our core principles is, um, when there's, when there's a loss, you have to own it. And when there's a win, you give it away. Mm. Yeah. So like when something doesn't go well, something doesn't go right. Like the team members are quick to say, you know what, that that's on me. I own that. And then when something goes well and we hit a lick and, and, you know, it's really good, man, we're quick to give that credit away, That's right? Good. We don't make That's excuses. Um, and I think, I think elite athletes, really elite leaders practice that, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really they do. own it and they, and they give away the wins. That's right. That's right. And we, we call it cliche talk. Uh, because that we're so used to hearing those elite athletes talk in that way. That's right. You know, the, they they win and they're looking at their teammates. They lose and they're they're owning it. They're just modeling for us a great way to stay humble 100%. Uh, and to lead as a servant leader. So anyway, okay, listen, uh, that that's a fun conversation. It's inspiring for us to think about 
this idea that that manhood, like leadership's a contact sport, right? And uh, leaders are athletes. Men are, quote, athletes. And there's some things from that world that we can learn that uh, that are right and appropriate and line up with this this worldview uh, Come that on. we've got. So, uh, Chris, as always, great to be with you and look forward to talking next week. Hey, man, remember when all else fails? What did he say? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Michael Scott right. from The Office. <laughs> Michael Scott, quoting Wayne Gretzky. I love it. <laughs> okay. See you, brother. Later. Hey there, we've got a free resource we want to give you before we go. We know that between work, family, and life, it can be really difficult to find and practice a good model for biblical masculinity. That's why we record these podcasts for you every week, and that's also why we put together this free resource called Five Ways to Be a Better Man. All you have to do is go to betterman.com, put in your email address, and you will be able to download this publication. You do not have to try to be a better man on your own. We are here to help you. So go to betterman.com, put in your email address, and download five ways to be a better man right now. That's betterman.com.